welcome to Latinos Who Tech, a podcast that explores Latinos at the intersection of technology, productivity, and authenticity. My name is Hugo Castellanos. I'm an engineer, and I work in Silicon Valley. Before we get started, I want to do some housekeeping. This episode is brought to you by Code for Venezuela. Code for Venezuela is a non-for-profit based in San Francisco, California, with the mission of building solutions to help the Venezuelan diaspora and connecting them to build solutions that uh, help Venezuelans in Venezuela using technology and all the skills that we get here in Silicon Valley. And they're actually hosting a hackathon on February 14th. So it's going to be a hackathon being held at the Holt International Business School here in San Francisco. You can find out more about it in our show notes, or you can go to codeforvenezuela.org. And remember, even if you can't participate, you can still donate for the cause if you think this is something that you want to help with. So you can follow the link in the show notes or just go to codeforvenezuela.org. And since today is the last day of uh, January 2020, I want to actually check on you and see how's your New Year resolution going? Um, are you still doing it? <laughs> and uh, this is a clear example of uh, something that you start out with a lot of motivation and you actually have a lot of energy behind it when you get started on January 1st, January 2nd. Maybe January 15th comes along the way and you stop doing whatever you wanted to do. You know, that uh, morning run every day, it turns out that it's January, so it's cold. So, you know, it's actually easier to stay in bed. Uh, so in this episode, I wanted to explore a little bit of the habits and systems that help us get stuff done. I want to share with you some of the things that I've learned by working in tech and actually having two podcasts, so this one and Conexiones, Historias de Latinos en STEM. You can follow it in the show notes. And as well as having a social life and taking care of my health. So I've built a series of systems that actually help me get everything done. But before I begin, I want to tell you a story. 2019 was a fantastic year for the podcast. And we actually got to break the 10,000 listeners mark. So thank you so much. Uh, we got to do a live podcast. We got a new sharp-looking website. Uh, thank you, Roberto Puente. He's a web designer in Barcelona uh, that helped us out with that. And my goal for 2020 is actually to 10x the amount of people that re are reached by Latinos who tech. So I want to take that 10,000 to 100,000. So let's say that for some reason, uh, something happens. I publish some content in Instagram, in Latinos Who Tech, and all of a sudden, you know, somebody like Neil deGrasse Tyson actually uh, takes a screen cap and retweets it. Or he actually shares some of the content, he gives me a shout out, something on, along that nature. And well, what would happen first, I would be incredibly humbled by the fact that Neil deGrasse Tyson knows my name or like looks at something that I made and he considers it worthy of sharing. Um, and after I would actually, after that uh, excitement pass, passed out, uh, I would actually sit, that, sit back, 
chill a little bit. And uh, what I would do is that I would actually look at uh, my stats and how many people would have subscribed to the podcast. So let's take Neil deGrasse Tyson. He has uh, 13 million followers on Twitter. So even if only 1% of those people actually follow me or subscribe, uh, that's more than 100,000 people. <laughs> so my goal to reach uh, 100,000 people, you know, to 10x my, my subscriber base, that I achieved it in, you know, one afternoon. So am I done with my goal? Uh, yeah, I'm done. You know, so if he does that in March, does that mean that I'm going to, you know, pat myself in the back and then go to bed and uh, chill for a little bit? Not really, uh, because uh, what gets me going is the fact that I get to do this every two weeks, you know, with professionals, or I get to share with you uh, articles, books, podcasts that I think will add value to you. So is the doing it every two weeks, that's what drives me. It's not the sheer number of the, there's 100,000 people or the 1 million people that listen to this content. And um, the flaw of setting a goal like that, you know, a goal like, uh, oh, I want to reach 100,000 people, is also the fact that it's not so easy to actually accomplish. Because the chances that Neil deGrasse Tyson is going to do that are are very low. Um, But then if what I do is that I I have this goal in mind, which is great, it's a goal, um, I need to actually break it down into the steps that can help me achieve this goal. And uh, the issue with that I have with goals set like this, uh, you know, like very absolute numbers, is that to me they're great at motivating me into letting me know that I'm in the right direction, but then they're not very actionable. And uh, bear with me for a second. So if I actually want to get uh, 100,000 people to listen to my content, then that's what I would call a a lag goal Uh, because it's uh, something that is measurable after the fact. It's a consequence of all the things that I did. So putting out new content every two weeks, uh, promoting it in social media, uh, sharing it in LinkedIn, uh, the fact that uh, some of you that that you're listening to this you actually share it in your LinkedIn. You invite your friends to listen to it. I've actually I've been, I've been uh, featuring a couple of newsletters. So thank you for doing that. So those things are what drives me towards that goal of those uh, 100,000 people. Uh, so think about a goal like uh, another kind of goal. So something like uh, get a better paying job or something very common for people around this time of year, lose 10 pounds. You know, maybe December was, uh, you had a bit too much fun, too many tamales, too many ayacas, too many, uh, you know, Christmas food. So you want to lose 10 pounds. You know, those are great goals, but they're all lag goals because they're not actually measurable after the fact, after you're done with everything you need. So what I invite you to do is to actually switch to what I call lead goals. And this is actually something that is very used in in manufacturing processes. 
Uh, it's just that uh, a lot of authors, you know, like Cal Newport, uh, super admire that guy. He's a professor. He wrote a book called Deep Work. And another one that I really enjoy, it's called uh, um, something like uh, So Good They Can't Ignore You. And he talks about this, of lag and lead goals. So I invite you to switch to lead goals. Instead of thinking of things like, uh, oh, I want to get a better paying job. Or even if you want to get more specific, I want to get a job that pays uh, 180000 a year. Um, you know, that's a great goal, but you'll, you need to measure it somehow. You need to make it actionable. So I would ask, ask you to switch. Keep that goal. Keep that big goal. But build some smaller goals in between. So uh, actually set a goal to ask 10 of your friends for referrals to their companies. Uh, actually set out five informational interviews every month with different professionals that do the job that you want to do and ask them, hey, how do you get there? Because um, those are things you can measure very easily. And those are things that align with that bigger goal that you have of finding that better paying job. Taking that example of the, uh, losing those 10 pounds, uh, you can actually set a goal that is, hey, I want to go to the gym three times a week. Um, and sometimes, you know, these are habits. And uh, what ha what's great about habits is the fact that they are unconscious. They're built in. And sometimes you want to get a new habit or you want to actually break a bad habit. So maybe uh, you don't have an issue going to the gym, uh, but you have an issue breaking that bad habit of eating uh, heavy stuff after 11 p.m. So maybe that's the habit that you need to focus on, of actually uh, breaking the negative, the unhelpful habit. So there's actually this book that I, I really, really enjoyed. Um, it's called uh, Atomic Habits. And uh, what they talk about, what the author talks about, uh, his name is James Clear, is that uh, when it comes to habits, there's always this component of the reward that you want to do something. And he actually has a, this very, it's, it's a very well-explained way of uh, looking at the, the habit-building process. Because uh, what happens is that uh, when you talk about getting the new habit, is you're thinking a lot of times of actually uh, something big. Like, I want to read a whole book uh, every week. Or I want to actually read a, a whole... Um, uh, or actually, I want to uh, lose, uh, I don't know, I want to run 10 miles every week. So actually, doing those things, those are, again, I admire everybody that uh, it's in this journey of bettering themselves. But we have friction. So friction is this uh, mental tension, this mental energy that helps you, that uh, stops you from doing those things that you want to do. So imagine that you have to wake up early and it's 6 a.m. and your alarm clock just, uh, you know, just went off and you need to go to work. And you have this resistance to actually get up. Um, you need to push yourself to break through this resistance. And uh, this is present in every everywhere around your life. So... What helps you with that is actually identifying 
this loop that you have to actually uh, build habits. So what uh, James Clear teaches us is um, this loop that you know they trigger uh, these habits. So you have this cue of that you need to actually do the habit. So this cue, in this case the cue is the actual alarm clock going off. Uh, you have this issue of the craving that, you know what, it's cold outside. I crave being under the covers. And your response is usually, hey, uh, I'm, going, I'm just gonna stay in five more minutes, right? And your reward is that, yeah, you're warm. Uh, however, you're gonna be late for work. So once you know that uh, that's the way the habits work, you need to actually switch that reward for something else. So for example, this example of the um, alarm clock going off, you still have the same cue of the alarm clock going off. Uh, you have this craving of actually staying under the covers. And what he, what he mentions is that a way of getting over this kind of uh, craving is to actually do something as simple as put the alarm clock in the other side of the room. So that way you, your response, instead of going over the covers, is that you know that that thing is going to uh, keep ringing. So you just stand up. And your reward, instead of being warm under the covers, is that the darn alarm clock is not going off anymore. So you can play around with this and actually uh, build any habit you want or break any habit you want because uh, it's all about switching the reward. And what you're going to realize is that sometimes doing the actual habit will become the reward on itself. Uh, in my case, the habit that I, I built last year, the biggest one was journaling. So writing in the morning three things I'm grateful for. Uh, it actually helped me stay positive and actually helped me rewire my brain and the way that I'm in, and I'm in a great mood throughout the day. Because uh, what I do is that before I go to bed at night, I actually read it again, what I wrote in the morning. And I just think, ah, those, those things are still true. So try it, give it a shot. Um, again, this is the, the loop of uh, creating habits. And uh, what I wanted to also talk about a little bit is that as you're looking at the goals for 2020 that you want to build, I invite you to take that resolution that you wanted. Maybe it's get that better job. Maybe it's get an internship. Maybe it's uh, taking better care of your health. Maybe it's something as simple as calling your grandma every Sunday. So look at that habit and look at what's actually stopping you from doing that every Sunday, for example. Oh, maybe you don't have her current number and that's why you haven't called her. Uh, I doubt that, but again, everybody has a reason. So actually switch it up. Now, think about ways that you can actually approach this. Um, so, again, my family is very important to me. And what I do is that I, I've adjusted myself to the way that each one of my family members I like to stay in touch with, uh, the way that I interact with them. Uh, so, for example, if somebody prefers text, we text. If somebody prefers phone calls, phone calls. If somebody prefers voice notes, we do voice notes. 
and uh, being flexible because in the end I built this habit and uh, the reward is knowing that we're in touch. We're keeping the, the relationships alive. So uh, when it comes to 2020 and uh, the goals that I, the podcast that, that we accomplished in 2019, I noticed some patterns. So for example, one of my goals for the year was to do a live podcast. And we actually got to do it at the Shep National Convention in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, and what really helped me actually get that done is that I built this brand for myself, that I'm the podcaster. And I purposefully produce a new episode for Latinos Who Tech every two weeks with leaders, Hispanic leaders in their different industries and people from Shep as well. So I created this brand and I also have conexiones. And what happens is that everybody in my LinkedIn network that's connected to me knows that this is what I do. I'm the podcaster. So when, I, when an opportunity opened up for a slot and to talk about you know, what drives us and motivation and, and this, this topic, uh, my friend uh, Jimmy Galvez, shout out to Jimmy, he actually uh, invited me to take that slot. And uh, him, along with uh, Rosa Delgado, which you know, because uh, you, you've heard the, her podcast, uh, we actually got to do that together. And I brought in people that had already been in the podcast, so like Javier Cortavitarte, Juan Lope Marcano, Natalia Ariza, and we got to do an amazing live podcast. But what actually took me there was the fact that I stay in touch with my guests via email, text, and coffee. So essentially every two weeks, I touch base with every single one of them. And one of them happened to be Jimmy Galvez. So I was top of mind for him when he had this opportunity. And I'm very thankful for the opportunity to be part of that live podcast. Uh, something that a habit that also helped me was that every Wednesday in 2019, I had the opportunity to go to this uh, Toastmasters uh, meetup, this Toastmasters event at work. And Toastmasters is a public speaking organization that uh, helps everybody, professionals, get over their fear of public speaking. And um, again, I didn't go every Wednesday, but I made a point of actually going at least once a month. And what happens is that setting a goal, setting that check mark that you can check off is actually something very healthy, very useful. Because what I would do is that I would actually look at my task manager and for my monthly checklist. And do you go to Toastmasters this month? No, but, you know, still I have the next Wednesday to go. So then Tuesday will come in, and I will check my list. I will get this uh, reminder. And, okay, so tomorrow I have to go and practice. And at the end of the, the, the Toastmasters event, I would, I would be like, oh, my gosh, this is awesome. I should do this every week. Uh, but then, you know, life happens. Uh, and it's not that as easy to go every week because of work, travel, and, and things like that. So, but my goal is go once a month. So I've kept it, and I'm very proud of that. 
And the last point I, I want to make is the, um, this idea of systems are greater than goals. Because I mentioned things like my task manager and reminders. And uh, what happens is that you have your brain, right? You have uh, this, uh, your memory, the things that you need to remember. Uh, how many times has it happened to you that uh, your significant other asks you to buy something at the store and you forget? Uh, hey, can you please get some coffee while you're out? And you forget because you forgot to write it down. Uh, I'm sure that's happened to all of us at some point. And uh, maybe something even more impactful than that. So what happens is that writing stuff down, having a system, a trusted system of how you actually get things done, uh, essentially having a second brain where you, where you can store stuff, it's uh, extremely, extremely powerful. So what happens is that, and I, I've seen this number before in neuroscience experiments that we can only remember six things at a time. Uh, and depending on how, again, factors like age and whether you practice with your memory or not, uh, that number can vary between four and eight things that you can remember holding your brain at the same time. So you have this limited amount of RAM per se. So building a system to keep track of your goals, your to-dos, and your the thing, the habits that you want to build, uh, it's extremely powerful. And I find that at least a, a lot of the people that I've met through the podcast is that we all have our system that we use for work. And again, we use OneNote and we have Google Docs and we all have email and it's great. Those are tools, but they're not necessarily systems by themselves. And the fact that some people use them only for work it worries me because great, you're keeping track of your goals and your deliverables and all the things you need to do for work. But then when you get home at 5.30, um, what happens? You don't have goals anymore. You're not keeping track of things you should do, things you want to do. So building a trusted system to keep track of these things, I think is extremely important. Imagine your GPS in your car. Um, chances are that you're driving right now. So if you're not driving, you're probably a, you know, at the checkout line or something like that. But imagine your GPS. If you take a wrong turn, it's not a big deal because your GPS will tell you to correct. Because when you put your address in the GPS, you, the GPS finds out where you are and you tell it where you want to go. And then the GPS self-corrects. And again, if you make a wrong turn, no big deal. It will tell you how to get back on track. And that's why I want to recommend uh, this, uh, this app that I use. It's called uh, Everyday. And uh, you can find it at everyday.app. And uh, it's in the show notes. And also, uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen me talk about it. And what it does is that it's actually a habit tracker app. But what I love about it is that it uses uh, this concept of uh, doing it every day. 
Uh, so there's this story that uh, Jerry Seinfeld, this uh, famous comedian, he got approached by this uh, very young, just starting out comic. And he got to ask Seinfeld, hey, Seinfeld, what's your secret? How do you get where you are right now? And what Seinfeld said is that his trick, his system was he writes a joke every day and then he has a calendar. And in the calendar, he actually uh, makes an X on the days where he wrote a joke. And his uh, goal essentially is to never break the chain and make the chain as long as possible. So he works on a new joke every day. And guess what? It's the, the law of large numbers, right? If you make enough jokes, some of them are bound to be good. Uh, at least good for some audience. So, uh, and it works. Because what happens is that even if you miss one day, let's say that you make it, you make a straight chain for 50 days and you miss day 51. You look at that blank spot and you're like, oh man, I don't want to do this again. So on the day 52nd, on the 52nd day, you exit out. You actually do that task, that joke that you wanted to write. So every day actually works in the same principle. You actually have a, if you get the free version, which I recommend you start with the free version because, uh, again, it's something that you need to try it out, see if you like it. Uh, but something tells me you will. Uh, you will actually get to uh, pick uh, three habits that you want to stick with. Things that you want to uh, learn or things that you want to break. And you pick a color for each. And every time that you do the habit, the, the snake, if you will, the, the row of color will get stronger and brighter. And I find this extremely motivating for some reason. There's this dopamine hit that I get when I open up the app. And also it's extremely easy to use. It takes me five seconds at the end of the day to actually check, 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 no, check the app and to actually make sure that I'm hitting the things that I want to do. Uh, so I encourage you to check it out. Uh, also, you know, a lot of people have asked me questions about how I, um, you know, manage my time and how I actually get to uh, do two podcasts and have a tech job and, you know, again, a social life. Uh, so basically what I do is that I use this app called um, OpniFocus. It's a task manager for iOS and Mac. And I use my Apple Notes app. Uh, as simple as that. Uh, but I use this system called uh, Getting Things Done. Um, and again, it's a complete system. And you can find some literature on it. Uh, if there's any interest, I can actually share some of my setup and how I do some specific things. So, you know, just write me an email at latinoswhotech at gmail.com uh, or tweet at me, I'm underscore hugocast underscore. And uh, again, only if there's interest, uh, because I could talk about productivity all day. But I want to make sure that I'm adding, I'm giving you something that you'll value. And again, in conclusion, I'd like you to remember that think of the behaviors of the people you admire. You know, what makes them unique? As uh, you're listening to this podcast and other podcasts, uh, I want you to think really hard and when people are telling their story, what behaviors are they doing? What things are they doing that make them unique? Because those habits, they're very ingrained. So it's important that you understand that 
hey, I can be a VP of engineering too. However, I need to change my habits to match the habits of a VP of engineering. Uh, I also want you to think hard on your goals. You know, what uh, do you want to accomplish at the end of uh, this quarter? You know, what do you want to accomplish by April 1st, 2020? And write it down. And you know, two simple prompts. Now, what things are you doing right now that are helping you to get there? That's the first prompt. Write it down. And maybe your goal is to, again, I, I, I just that's a very simple goal, uh, lose 10 pounds. What things are you doing right, right now, to help you get there? And then the second prompt, what things are driving you away from this goal? And think of what habits can you actually build with those prompts? And yeah, last but not least, you know, download everyday.app. It's for iOS, for um, Android, and uh, I think it's a beautiful app. It's actually built by my friend uh, Joan Bochados. He's a developer in Barcelona. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's it for me. Um, again, thank you for listening, and I'm looking forward to your feedback. Thank you so much. Ciao.